The Chet Topic Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopik, Jeff Pinkus. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Well, kiddies, welcome once again to the show that answers the musical question, did Paris Hilton really bang Brian Urlacher at the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada? It's our wind-up edition of 2009 of uh, Unscripted and In Your Face. I'm Chet Kopik, the... uh, Radio broadcast pioneer mm-hmm. who uh, right now is staring at a master charge bill that is enough to make you bleed from all pores. And my good friend uh, Jeff Pink is the pride and joy of Barrington, Illinois. Uh, I'd like to begin today's uh, intellectual conversation, Pinkus, by yeah. telling you yeah, my that my ass is so fat. How fat is it? I'm going to sell naming rights. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Anheuser Busch yeah. and try to sell them my left butt. And give them naming rights. Well, my friend, you know, you and me both. We, my fat ass. We, we could have a card game on our asses. We could play pinochle. A on card our ass. game. We could have an area code. We could. <laughs> you don't look so bad, my friend. See, this is this is. I've been worried about you lately. You have been. You not. Here's what happens. You know, it's all life is a perspective. When you're there's an A student that pulls a C, you go, oh my god, what happened? And if an F student pulls a C, oh, you know, you you, know, you make a party. You know, you're like the A student, always happy, gregarious, outgoing. Today, uh, you're self-deprecating. Um, on Facebook lately, you're saying, oh, you know, this is the thing. You know, I can't wait to get rid of 2009. I'm worried about you, pal. That's why I wore my, my pink shirt. I'm trying to get you in a good mood. Smiling. And I called you this morning. I'm running late. You were headed to cold. What's wrong, buddy? Well, I think, first of all, you know, regarding the shirt. Yeah. If you get a call today from the Bijou Theater, mm-hmm. I would go. It could be the greatest night of your life. Well, my friend, let me just say this about my... And I deserve it probably because those sweaters that you've well, been why wearing... Why is it you always dress like a wise guy? I, I, because you, know, you know, deep down inside, your name should not be Jeff Pincus. Yeah. It should be Jeffrey uh, uh, Big Guppy Allen Droppy. Do you want to know why? The truth? I hate to admit this to our <laughs> podcast, pals, because I'm so fucking fat. How I can't, fat are you? I can't yes. fit in any pants. So uh, I Levy, to... Levy, do me a favor. Just shut the fuck up, I, all right? I, I like <laughs> we can a... screw this up on our own. Like, uh, let me ask you a question. When you were on the WGN last week with Steve Cochran, I will bet, I will bet you a donut. <laughs> I'm sorry. That he was like wearing a sweatsuit or something. I will bet on that. Yeah, he was. Okay, he that's because he's so goddamn big. He just doesn't want to fit into any pants. He doesn't want to. Yeah, buy. but I mean, just you know, obviously this is not a visual medium. But I mean, you got to look at this. Look. I know, I now know, look. I know. You're I can't gonna... even, I can't even button my freaking jeans. I know, for but God's sake. Th- so and these are size fifty-two. This is why <laughs> I wear the uh, wear 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 the jogging suits and many because the pants are more comfortable. If you really want to know the truth, since we're letting it all hang out here for two thousand and nine. That's why you every week you give me heat about. Levy, will you move your cell phone away? I hear it right coming through the hell. The, the uh, he tells us to turn off the cell phone, and he's got the static going in the cell phone. I'm trying to keep time on this. Oh, again podcast. with the time. We don't care about the time. Every week he. I just wish people could time. see our plush studios here on uh, Cortez Street. <laughs> you know what? This job would have to be upgraded to qualify as a slum. I love the. I, 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 I love. I love. I love the uh, the curtains. The soundproof curtains. Take a look, huh? This wouldn't even go in a bathroom on, on the on the projects. Beautiful. Yeah, these were left here by an old Polish lady about 1932. 
Mm-hmm. They have not been changed. Nice. Very nice. Hey, you know what? Something I was thinking about Monday night. I went to the uh, the bear game, the bear Viking game, as right. I yes, as you would think I would. Is and, Lovey gonna save his job? Uh, no, no. I'm, I think uh, I think Lovey's out the door. I think uh, Lovey's in the door. If they get beat by the Lions on Sunday, it's an absolute. You know, it's For a no sure. brainer. It's okay. A, it's a one foot pub with no mm-hmm. break. But yeah, you know what I learned, and and I'm spoiled after because, going for 49 years. What yeah. did you learn? Well, you're not a quick not study, a hell of a Chad. Lot. I gotta tell oh, you. Let me tell you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh, oh, Columbus discovered America? Great. That's what? our lead. What did you learn after 49 well, years ago? Well, it's at Soldier Field, yeah. and I've been going there as a member of the press ever since the Bears began playing there. He parks in it's, the parking lot. He it's a me. bitch it is. to be a Bear fan. Yes. Because I'm, I'm, I'm driving up, and I'm late, and I'm watching people at... 8th and Michigan Avenue. That's a schlep. Do you know how far it is to schlep yeah. from 8th yeah. and Michigan Long Avenue yeah. to get in the ballpark? Then people are coming from 18th Street. Then there are people who are parking in parking lots. I mean, just just getting in that ballpark to watch Tough. a game where you got 18 television timeouts. It's not like on an island. Fans should get the, the Congressional Medal of Honor. Well, most people, when I used to go for years and years, when before my ex-partner passed away, we, we we always what we did, and it worked pretty well. We'd park it in Monroe and take the shuttle. That was really the best. That's that really was the best. That wasn't too bad. But it's still a long afternoon. It's a it's an event, especially if you come out from the suburbs. It's a long day because you got to drive, you got to park, you got to get on the shuttle bus and everything else. But since we're speaking, it's, it's exhausting. It is. Since we're speaking of sports. I have to ask you, because you've been very passionate in a lot of your postings on Facebook about the female broadcasters in this town. Would you just, would you just, uh, you know, may I have your comments on those? Well, yeah, like I, I Megan, think, uh, Megan Milwaukee, Milwaukee, what's Ma- her name? Megan, Megan Mawaki. Yeah, Megan Mawaki. Now, she went to my, uh, my alma mater, New Trier. Okay, she did. And the only reason that she's, uh, she's on television is she's kind of a pert little blonde mm-hmm. with a cute little laugh, mm-hmm. doesn't know a hockey puck from a baseball, mm-hmm. and she's a per diem reporter. Mm-hmm. But there, there's no reason that Megan Mawaki should be on because there are female reporters right now in small markets who are who are busting hump, waiting for the opportunity, in waiting sports. for the shot. Yeah, who really know what they're talking so about? So you have nothing against women reporting sports? No, but no, no, not, not no, at all. No, okay. Although I, I really do believe in my heart of hearts that women should be doing the laundry. Okay, you do. Yeah. And how about someone like Jill Carlson? Do you like her on on Fox? I'm not crazy. about I'm not it. either. No. I think a lot of women feel the same way, and of course we're going to be, you know, we're going to be get nailed to sexist. But I just think that. It's well, I mean, we've we've been we've been racist, we've been sexist. There isn't an ist that well, we missed. Well, like at the end of the hockey game, like when Comcast, you know, is broadcasting the game, and they have the three stars of the game, the hockey game, and let's go down to whatever the chick's name is, the blonde chick, and she uh, interviews, uh, you know, I don't Sarah, know. Sarah Kustak? Whatever. I just, it just doesn't, it's, it, I don't care. I love, women should, you know, do well in broadcasting, but somehow in sports, like when Phyllis George was from, from Kentucky, and she was on with Brett, Brett Musburger in the day, back in the day, it just didn't feel right. I don't know, it just didn't, I'm not saying women Well, see, I, I thought it did feel right, because you, you, did. Uh, you understood why Phyllis was there. Why was she there? Well, she was a former Miss Kentucky, and she was eye candy. And, and, and also, you know, she was produced in such a way that she seemed like she was moderately intelligent about what she was talking about. Well, the chick that Aaron, whatever, she, Andrew's chick that was stalked, if they were all guy reporters were in, they wouldn't be stalking guys like you and Let me. Let me tell you right now, if there was any babe in the world who would stalk me with a camera, you know, she's got to qualify for the Ray Charles Award. Because right now, I wouldn't want to date me. I am so fucking fat. You're dating this beautiful young lady. Is she doing all the work? Aren't you? When you went down to Mexico, did would you just lay there and and her play I, with I, Mr. I just, Johnson? I just sat there like a whale and 
and she devoured the whale. <laughs> and went, uh, uh, senor, another Diet Coke, and uh, go heavy on the Doritos. And that was it. So you, you, you didn't, you didn't have to, no energy whatsoever. Why are you looking down at Lisa? He's because you know what? Yeah. We when, have, when I see Lisa Dominique, yeah. I don't just see a person. Mm-hmm. I see a butt that is above and beyond world class. <laughs> I, I see a booty. I see a booty that is, that was named Booty of the Year in 1992 yeah. by the men at uh, the Great Lakes Naval Air Station. Well, she's not fooling me. She comes across as this uh, North Shore, nice, oh, gentle, I know. wearing she the polo shirt be, yes. nonsense, you know, clean and prim and direct, proper. You know, d- d- direct yeah, from the Winnetka right. talk, right, the whole exactly, nine yards. Exactly. When her and her friends going to the Santa Christmas party, she's, I'll bet, wild. Oh, oh she, she's got she'd to She'd tear be your wild. lungs out She really sense. would. She really would. Depends where your lungs are, but she would tear them out. There's no question about it. She would. I she's mean, not I mean, fooling us. She would bounce on you like a trampoline for guys. There's no doubt about it. I think the reason why she doesn't have a boyfriend anymore, she needed a little rest from the vacation from 2009 so she can get her energy back. Hey, I, I got a question for you. Speaking sure, of, pal. you know, babes, uh, yeah. whatever happened to Paris Hilton? I have no idea. I mean, she, she now is so, correct me if I'm wrong, she is now so 2005, isn't she? Yeah, well, she, she you know, they, she got her 15 minutes and it took about three well, or four no, years. Well, she, no, she got more than 15 All minutes. Right, I so mean, she got 30. I mean, it's, it, her, th- her deal lasted three or four years. She'll come up with Every something. Every time I saw Paris Hilton, She's, don't well, ask me why. she used to be with the chick Nicole Richie fucking a cow in some kind of f- farm Well, uh, Nicole farm Richie was the one. or something? <laughs> they, weren't they doing yeah, a farm sitcom They, they were doing a reality show. That's what I meant, a farm sitcom. Same thing. It was called Nicole and Paris Fuck the Cow. <laughs> <laughs> brought, to you, brought to you by Oberweiss Milk. <laughs> none, none homogenized. I am Oberweiss. I'm going to run for office again. I'll get licked and spend a couple of million, but who cares? <laughs> no, but she, uh, yeah, I haven't seen her since then. I don't really pay attention to that kind of nonsense. I really don't. I don't watch any of those Well, like, shows. Do, you, do you know who Lindsay Lohan is? I do, because her name gets bantered around so much. How could you not know who she is? And, and do, you, do you know who the hell John and Kate are? I know who they are, but I've never watched. I do know who they are. I never watched their show. Dumbest people in America. They are so fucking dumb. Because they had it going, and then he had to fuck around, or she did, and they blow seventy-five grand a week they were getting for that reality show, and it's off, off. Because and now they got their now he 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 she supposedly is going to uh, re yeah, she's going to emerge doing something else, but he he's it's over for him. You ride it to the wheels fall off and something like that. John and eight, John and Kate plus eight, something like that. I can't help but not know. I mean, they just it, it was all over the news. I want to pause for a moment of silent prayer to honor the uh, memory of the great year that Milton Bradley gave the Chicago Cubs and all the joy he brought to the city of Chicago. Why does everybody blame Milton Bradley? He sucked. Because he's scum. He is scum. But they should have never signed him. He had a bad rep, and they just went for well, it. Well, it, it, stu- it was a stupid signing because you Very said stupid. you said we can take we can take a thug and turn him into a choir boy. They th- they thought that. Yeah. But no, not not even a close. But well, you see, you see, when, when a guy has talent, like Mark DeRozan, you trade him away. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. yeah, to Cleveland. But I mean, who then went to St. Louis? Who now yesterday signed with they, the Giants? They they wind up giving Milton Bradley thirty million Milton. bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So let me ask you, Mister Sports of two thousand nine. Let's uh, let's take at your uh, analysis. Bears most uh, most overrated. Uh, D minus. D minus. Yeah. Most overrated player. Most overrated player on the Bears? Jay Cutler. Uh, no? No, because you see, I, I didn't buy. When, when all the media people, as you know, mm-hmm. were jumping up and down and the, you, you couldn't read 
the words Jay Cutler without the preface franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. I kept on telling people, hello, you're not a franchise quarterback when your lifetime record is under 500 and you've never won a playoff game. You're not a franchise quarterback. So, you know, opening night when he goes to Green Bay and gets picked off four times, and I'm still reading about, well, the Bears have a franchise quarterback. Cutler? Okay, so Cutler, Cutler's year has surprised me because after the Lion game when they won 48-24, I thought this team was going to rock. Was really going to rock and roll, and we get in the playoffs as a wild card. I he's not overrated. What he is is he is classically the biggest sports disappointment in Chicago of the decade. Of the decade, who's bigger? I don't. I don't who's bigger? I, I Tim Floyd, Scott Skiles. I mean, give me somebody. And, and speaking of that, when is uh, Del Negro going to get canned? How come he hasn't gotten canned? Uh, that surprises me because I I, I would have bopped him already. You would okay. So and, and uh, so, who is the most? Under- I, you know, if if we want to talk about sports, we should be talking about what I, happened I'm in Indianapolis in Indianapolis on Sunday. That was a tragedy. when the Colts took the pipe against the Jets. Let me tell you why it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. And why did and they tragedy. do that? Don't they want to go undefeated? Well, first of all, I mean, you know, I, I was talking to Jay Hilgenberg, the former Bear, okay, great center with the seven Pro Bowls. Saw him at the ball game Monday night. We both agreed, Mike Ditka. You know, Mike Ditka never believed in resting ball players. So, here's Jim Caldwell, rookie coach. Here are your fans paying top buck to get into this. And uh, more. This, this dome to ballpark, Lucas Oil, mm-hmm. in um, Indianapolis. The team of the win goes to 15-0. and They got a chance to go to 19-0 and and surpass the Miami Dolphins. Correct. Back in 72. And this was not the coach's call, I guarantee you. It was Bill Poling, the general manager's call. But here's what, I, here's what really gripes me. Pinker, what drives the NFL? Hello, gambling. Gambling. No question. Now, there were people who bet the Colts. They lost their ass. Bet the Colts that in they good faith no they were who got their sad. brains knocked out. Right. Now, now, smart players like me laid off the ball game. You know, I mean, smart I mean, players like I mean, you? Yeah, smart, players like, smart players like me um, bet the under on the Bears and Vikings Monday night, and we got our brains knocked out there. Mm-hmm. But the, the NFL is always talking about we are about competition. We are about the United Way. Look at all of our marvelous ball players. Look at Chad Ochocinco. Look at everything we do in the community. Look at Lance Briggs driving his Lamborghini down the uh, Eden's, Eden's Expressway. Talking to a telephone pole. Hello, how are you? Nice to see you. My cell phone doesn't work. No, I hear you. I agree with you. Cam. By the way, man, I got to get with my attorney. I'm, right now, we ain't got our story straight. That's right. So fifteen to one. It's. I agree with you. That was a bad move on his part. Pulling or whoever pulled the uh, pulled the players. So 2010, buddy, we're going to be doing some stuff. And one of the big things we were sitting with well, on the floor. She's sitting in a her uh, cross legged position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you're not hiding in the other thing. She's in kind of uh, she's in one of her Kama Sutra poses right now. Although <laughs> she, is, she, she, does, she does it on the, she does it on the Man Show and her Miss Kama Sutra pose. Well, I think we should invite Miss Lise Dominique with a big round of applause to. Uh, well, and we have Mark. Hey, hey, Bimbo, that means walk up to the microphone. People can't hear you. No and, and Bimbo, don't you call? All right, that's the last time you get to get your mic. Go ahead. I, I want to get, <laughs> go ahead. You can sit on his lap. Yeah, here, sit right on my lap. Well, I'm used to it. Better yet, sit right on my lap. <laughs> Don't even think about touching me. <laughs> are, 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 you, are you as pumped up as we are about uh, going the to three this. of us going to uh, Sybaris? Oh, God, possibly more. <laughs> I mean, I am. I can't wait to see you guys in your whatevers. How about you well, and your I, whatevers? I'm, I'm going to go naked. I why don't you put a little mystery to it and 
Dress up a little. All right, I'll, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll put a postage stamp on my pee-pee. I'm sorry. I hope it's a big, I hope it's a big postage stamp for you. Well, all I need is no, a two-center on mine. You, you know what they say about white guys? You, you could cover my cock with dental floss. Oh, I'm so sorry. We never got that close. I know. Come on, I tried like hell. I tried to get you drunk one you night. Got, you got, it's just not working. I, I took her. I took her to uh, the Italian joint, uh, Alex Dana's joint, Rosebud, Rosebud, up in uh, yeah. Rosebud. up in Highland Park. Highland Park, that's good. And, and you know, to... slapped her full of wine. Thought nothing. Thought this is going to be so easy. You know, <laughs> I'll wake up at nine o'clock in the morning and I'll feel she's very smart. Blissful. If she would, maybe if you're out of the business, she might have. But oh, in the, yeah. she's not going to shit where she eats. Forget no. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, it she's not going to happen. No, it, it wouldn't matter. No. It wouldn't matter. No, no I'm, I'm that's not what the volunteers at the Salvation Army told me. <laughs> That's different. That's charity. All right, let me ask you a question. You don't even have to mention. You don't, Damn it! You don't have to mention names, but have you ever dated or gone out with anybody in the industry? No, no, no. See? I was married most of the time. Oh, you were married most of I the was time. Married. Is that why you got a divorce? Mm, no, no, yeah. it probably didn't help. All right, one night, one night, one yeah, night only. You please. Know? It please. probably didn't help. One what night. didn't help? Hang on. What me, didn't help? Me being in radio probably what, didn't help. Our why was he insecure? Maybe a little. What do you mean? No, no, I don't know. I can't speak for him. I think maybe who the hell are you, Doctor Phil? No, I just want to know. I just, I'm just curious <laughs> oh, to know. I think there's I'm a lot of I think there's a lot of guys out there don't that, your, that when, if they hands. have if they have an attractive uh, wife that that uh, that's your, in a male orientated type of business, they get very insecure. Uh, you know, and sounds like you, my ex wife. No, well, you cheated on her the first two weeks out of the I, box. I, and I did not cheat on my husband. You didn't. No, I, know you okay. didn't. No, I did not. <laughs> I no, I, I no. I but did not. you think he was a little insecure? A little bit about, yeah, because he was the big guy on campus in college for football, and you know, and then he wasn't, and then I had a certain notoriety. So thank her every out. night uh, they get together, and uh, Lisa would sort of lean over, and uh, her ex-husband would go, uh, "All right, when I say hike, the game begins." <laughs> <laughs> We're very good friends now. Are you? Oh yeah, we've been friends always. Hey, can I can I change gears for a moment? Sure. Have you seen George Clooney's new film? There, I have there, not. There, there are two holiday films out that everybody has to see. Up in the Air with George Clooney. Oh, up in the Air. That's He's right. going to get an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. Plus, I saw a film this past Saturday that is so freaking good. It reminded me of Mickey Rourke last year in The Rustler. Which it one? is that good. Crazy Heart with Jeff Bridges, oh. who is the most underrated actor in my opinion. I agree with you there. Crazy Heart, I haven't heard about that movie he at all. He always does. Every, he always turns out great work. And he, he never gets the props. And historically, his films don't do all that well at the box office. But I got to tell you, I mean, see this film. Crazy Heart. You will absolutely, the film will knock you out. Okay, my daughter and, and wife, of, I, I, I hate to admit that. this, you'd like, and you might even like it, because I do like Alec Baldwin. I saw it's complicated. It was a cute movie. Uh, that's kind of a chick flick. Yeah, yeah it was a major chick flick. No, it was good, though. That, that was my only complaint about Up in the Air with Clooney, is it? it kind of uh, uh, began to... Sink into chick flick no, territory. No, but I like Meryl Streep's but that, a great actress. But I, I understand what the producers yeah, are saying. Alec Baldwin you know. is very, very good. He's very, very good. It's you good. want, you, you want the babes to walk funny. out. It was funny. All right, Lee. Here, here's the question for you. One night, one night only. What's the question? A sexual romp. One night, one night only. No one will know except you. And your yeah, you won't know because you'll be four hundred fourteen Facebook. You won't know. Who would you rather? Who would you rather shack up with and why? Okay. Brad Pitt. Oh, or George Clooney. Oh, George Clooney for sure. Oh, good one. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, easily, easily, easily. George Clooney. Brad Pitt looks like he needs a bath. How about you, Margaret? Always. And you know I'm <laughs> clean. Come on. 
Why not? Why, if it was between George Clooney, I'm getting hot you, sitting next to you. Can if I, it was can George Clooney or Brad Pitt, I mean, you know, this is just you have no idea how hot I'm getting. Right, <laughs> Margaret, our, our friend Margaret Larkin, who does a nice podcast, uh, she uh, yes, yeah, in Chet's lap. Are you kidding? She, the lipstick will fall off her lips. <laughs> but uh, I, I think George Clooney's a very suave guy too. I I I, I love him. I, Listen, I think, if I ever if I ever turn gay. Clooney is number three on my list. Him and Ocean's Eleven is when I... I no, number two is Conan O'Brien, and number one is The Undertaker. Yeah, I know. I really enjoyed uh, George Clooney in like, Ocean's Eleven. I, he's, he's very, very cool. No, what, what he has is he's got what Sinatra used to bring to film. He's just a cool and guy. And that is he has this understated sense of, of cool and, and the feeling that he's always in control of what he's doing. He is. He's very good. He's excellent. Yeah. Kind of like us. Yeah, we're really... Okay, so we're going to be doing... 2010, we're going to be doing some podcasts. and uh, We're going to be doing some, a lot of podcasts. Some movies. And we're going to be doing them eventually. We're going to be doing them five days a week. Really? Yeah. Five days a week? Five days a week. Now, gosh, only knows what we'll have to talk I mean, about. We're, we're going to have to. I mean, this uh, show's a good example. <laughs> I think the show's, uh, the show's pretty entertaining. I, I, I mean, I think the uh, the, the audience, we've been getting some nice feedback. All right. Uh, who thanks, is our, thanks to me. Who is our 2009 Dork of the Year? I mean, there are a lot of contestants. Well, we, I, I have to go. you got to give credit where credit's due to our producer, Dan Lovey. I think David Hernandez with the sports uh, webio is a major, major dork. He took a lot of people out. That's why. Because he hurt a lot of people. All right. Uh, Not, Mike, I, I, I have a tie. I have a okay. tie. And that is? Blago. Blago's a good one. Rod Bogoyevich. Okay. And... Uh, um, although, you know what? As big, a, as big a dork as Blago has been, I find him entertaining. In kind of a perverse way, you know, like, 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 like going to a circus and watching the bearded lady, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't like it. It's stupid, but you, you get a kick out of it. But in my opinion, the biggest dork of the year Mm -hmm. is the collective media overreaction to Tiger Woods, you know, getting a little Vicodin up and having a couple of shots of booze and, uh, (laughs) knocking down. Because they made such a big deal about it? Yeah. Because you know what, in the great scheme of life, who the hell cares? People, He's a golfer. I agree. People do. This is the problem. Also, you you know who else? I'm going to give you the biggest. You know dork who else? But my 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 combination tag team biggest dorks of the year. I'm going to give you my dork and, of and the I, year. And I, I I'm almost ashamed to admit that I watch this show once in a while because I want to catch the six o'clock news. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch Entertainment Tonight? With you know Mary Hart and uh, and Mark Stein. I'm not going to lie. Very. I'm not going to say never, but I mean, they, very they are rarely. so syrupy and People. sappy, and they just absolutely, you know, uh, worship Michael Douglas. I mean, when you watch the show, you absolutely want to barf. Well, this is the problem of our society. It's very serious. Is people worship the wrong people? My dork of the year, and I know it's not nice to say, but and he's dead, unfortunately, was Michael Jackson. It's my dork of the year. I had zero use for him. No one's going to convince me otherwise that he wasn't a pedophile. In a million years, the things he did with those kids. And I I looked at Facebook the other day because you know how you scroll down and you see people says, oh, I'm a fan of, you know, Living Large with Jeff Pincus, or I'm a fan of Chet Kopic, or I'm a fan of Lisa Dominique. I was just, I'm a fan of Michael Jackson. I clicked on there, 595 
thousand people. My point doesn't is surprise me a bit. No, it doesn't surprise me. This is the problem. The priorities of the American public. What about the troops? What about we the don't? Country? Don't you get it? We don't have any priorities. I anymore. do get it. I just don't agree with it. I just don't agree with the way they think. I mean, to your point of entertainment tonight and Entertainment Weekly and all that crap that all the people watch because they give a shit. They live vicariously through the Michael Douglases and everybody else out in Hollywood that don't give a rat's ass about them. That's it. I'm with you. I don't watch that crap. I don't care about what everybody else how, does. How many, how many people today do you think picked up the Chicago Tribune and seriously read news? None. Not none. Not many. Uh, not many. 15%. Maybe. And if they do, they go to the crap column. And not against Zwecker or Sneed or whatever, this, or Stella. Oh, you know, this you is what they look keep at. Keep on talking for a minute, because I might find some here fun. <laughs> what? You're looking at the Sun-Times. Well, but I do, and I'll tell you why. We're, we're going to... Part of this show is we're going to we're going to offer up advice to those people who are who are having love issues. Doctor Chet and Doctor Pinker. Yeah, this Dr. is not Chet this is Pink. not a good idea. Um, not a good idea. Uh, trust we're, me, we're going to run them right. This is going to. We be should have terrific. a divorce lawyer as a as okay, a uh, going to dear as Abby. a uh, we should have a divorce lawyer as a um, sponsor because we'll drive business right to their door. You know what? That wouldn't be all that bad. A divorce lawyer would be good for this show. Absolutely would be good for this show. <laughs> you want business, buddy? I'll the Pinker and I will get your business. Don't you worry. We'll give them the worst advice oh, in the whole world. Pinker, this is great. Here, you play the role of Doctor Pinker. I'll pose the question. Here oh, we go. Gosh, seventy-two-year-old um, woman wants to date two men. I like it. All right. It's not all that bad. Dominique's dating three. <laughs> and she's only she's, 50. She's been dating 80-year-old for seven years, but he's miffed about friend. All right, here we go. Dear Abby, I am 80 and Doreen is 72. <laughs> Both of us use plastic spoons. Okay. <laughs> Both of us cannot spell Come the word on, orgasm. Read it, read it. This is funny. Okay. When we started dating seven years ago, I simply wanted to be her friend. Now the tables have turned, and she just wants to be my friend. Doreen has a male friend in Florida with whom she communicates through letters and phone calls. Obviously, they haven't discovered, you know, the Internet. Um, although she tells me she loves me, she also says that if this friend comes back and asks her out, she wants to be free to date you. I told her that most 72-year-olds would be happy to have one man to date, but if she plans on dating someone else, I should be free to do the same. Mm-hmm. Her last remark was for me to be gentle with her. Mm-hmm. We are affectionate, loving friends, and I care about her a great deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, your observations, please, Dr. Pinker. Well, here's exactly what I would tell this gentleman. You know what, dumper, because, and I'll tell you why, because he is in the, he is got, he's got the leg up. An 80 year old guy is, can have more chicks than he could tell ev- me about it. ever need to know what to do about it. All they have to do is. He goes is to a see, Lonely Hearts Club and is, I'm telling you. Is see and drive. It's true. He can play shuffleboard for hours. It's true. You know, my, my, my mom, you know, may she rest in peace, um, years ago now. My dad was now, he's 83 years old. So at the time she was 60, he would say 65, 66 years old. Now, not rich, you know, big mouth, caused trouble, gave her... He had women like flies on shit. Why? Because everybody wanted to fix him up because it's like six, five or six to one. So here's a guy at 80 years old. He's worried about a 72-year-old woman. He can go anywhere he wants and find chicks. And the funny thing is he can get a hot broad that's 60. He doesn't need a 72-year-old because they're out there in droves. Men die earlier. That's, what I, that's the advice well, I give them. Well, men... Age more gracefully. That's true too. But I'm just saying he's he's got the pick of the dog litter. This George, guy. going back to George Clooney. 
my opinion, he's better looking now than he was 15 years ago. Yeah, with the little gray on the side. Yeah, the little yeah. speckle of yeah. gray. Yeah, no doubt about it. A little salt and pepper. But as, you know, the women don't realize, when we're younger, this is true, think about it, when you're 14, 15, 16, you know, you know, you know, you, you chase the grin. Hey, let me go. Uh, me. I, know, could, I couldn't jerk right. off enough. You don't, yeah, right, you don't, you don't drive. <laughs> and then they're 18, they want to go out to 21, or then 20, then right around 28 or 30, right around then, things start to turn a little bit because they want to get, and in many cases, they want to get married, they might want to have a family and it only gets better from the guy moving forward so a guy at 70 he's got the world by the ass on a downhill drag all right so we're telling the guy who's uh, 80 years old or 72 to years get rid old, of her get rid of her Ms. get Kirk rid of her possible. and find find a, find another half a dozen so go to, a, just go go to a nursing play, home yeah that's right play all the broads you can play monopoly it's not even the nursing home you can go to <laughs> those assisted living facilities it's i'm telling you, it's 10 to 1 I know a man. I was talking to a woman last. Hey, I'm I am, 92 I am years old. 60, I'm 60 years old. Tell me, I'm not telling and the truth. I can still date 30 year old. There women. you go. Now there's a reason for that. There you go. I know for for your band aid on your I'm, I'm, Mr. Johnson. But really, how how old is your girlfriend? I'm hung like a caterpillar. How how old is your girlfriend? She's like 30. <laughs> She's so 30. There you go. You yeah. rest my case. So what is this guy worrying about a 72 year old woman for? He should be dating him 50 or 60. All right, and with that, uh, that's it. Tanker, that's the advice. Uh, that's see the divorce advice. court. All right, great 2009. No, we, we are we are going to get a divorce attorney to sponsor this show, <laughs> and we're going to have him come in to offer advice. We'd like to thank Dear Abby, by the way, for you know. <laughs> All right, that's all. Well, put that in your pants, and you'll get plenty of chicks. Yeah, that's a nice. All right, okay, Chad. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. Hi, gang. Don't forget, seven days from now, we will uh, rejoin you with uh, more of this unbridled hilarity and this uh, challenging intellectual material that we bring to the table only on unscripted and in your face. You got the title right. Fine. On behalf of uh, Jeff Pinkus, I'm Chad Kopic. We'd like to thank our technical advisor, Dan Levy. We'd also like to thank our guest today, uh, Lise Dominique. And Margaret Larkin. And, uh, by the way, Lise will be dancing at the Admiral Theater for seven big nights beginning Tuesday the 3rd. When she gets back from uh, California, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Fourth, wh- okay. wh- when is the Sybaris event? I have to set it up for January. I didn't know when she was coming back. Probably the second week in January, third week. Cool. Beautiful. All right, folks. Have, have a happy new year. We love you. Bye-bye.